Welcome to the Newsmakers Podcast. I'm Billy Hollowell, and this is a show where we go behind the headlines every day to bring you an interview with a pastor, entertainer, politician, or other notable news figure. And this is a show, again, it's daily, but it's based on our weekly TV show, which is also called Newsmakers. You can watch it on the CBN News Channel and also on our YouTube page. And on this show, every day, we dive deep. It's a little more longer form with one of the people who you will often see on our Newsmakers show or across the CBN News platforms. On today's Newsmakers, a Missouri pastor is crediting a miraculous prompting from God for saving him and his family from potential carnage. They were at the Kansas City Chiefs Super Bowl victory celebration. Just moments before bullets rang out, they felt something telling them to leave the area. It's an incredible story. We'll be sitting down in just a moment here with Timmy Hensel. He's the pastor of River Church Family in Raytown, Missouri. He's also the Central Southeast Regional Pastor for the Foursquare Church. Church. He's going to tell us about what unfolded, how his community is responding, and the reason he believes it's essential to listen to the Holy Spirit. With no further ado, here is Timmy Hensel. You were at the Chiefs Victory Parade, and you were standing right where a horrific event unfolded this week. Take us through why you ended up actually leaving that spot just moments before the shooting unfolded. Yeah, um, my family and I were actually on the parade route and decided that we were going to go down to the rally uh, down at Union Station on the uh, west side and uh, found went around the bridge, found an opening and went down to where right by the stage, right in front of the parking garage, right under the Pershing sign. And uh, it was open and we were sitting there and, um, you know, listening to the rally go on super excited to be celebrating, feeling just this community um, camaraderie and joy and something I really have enjoyed taking my kids to. And uh, we're sitting there and just thinking, man, um, uh, we just get this prompting that it's it's time to leave uh, before like our favorite players are about to speak, all this. And I'm like, no, I don't, we're here. This doesn't happen very often. Um, what did, I know this is sorry, incredibly, I, no. I am feeling uh, the emotions are. Do not be sorry. What, what, what your city has gone through, what has unfolded, what we saw Sunday unfold at Lakewood Church, you know, in Texas. I mean, we, these are incredibly emotional, difficult moments. And you were there with your family, with your kids and your wife, and yeah. you both felt, did you both feel this prompting? I know you felt it. Did your wife also feel that same push to leave? She did. She actually asked, she's like, should we go? And um, she's like this, you know, I know this is important. Do you want to stay? And I'm like, you know what, we should go. And just felt that sense to go. And so we started walking uh, back and um, all of a sudden, in a, in a little bit, we're getting texts, are you okay? And um, I think it it really kind of hit me. I was, I went back and I'm like, what in the world is going on? I, I look at this aerial shot from the helicopter and it's, uh, it's it's panning down and there's there's blood on the street and I'm like oh my gosh we were standing right there, um, right right where you 
and your family were, and your two kids were with you, as you said, and you felt this problem. Now you're a pastor. And so yeah. this is, you know, faith is something you do for a living all the time. It, it, you live and breathe it. Do you get promptings like this often? Was Is this something that you've experienced before? A hundred percent. I I remember just another time where the Lord just told me to take a different route home. Uh, it ended up being a, a divine encounter with somebody that needed some help. And, uh, and so just, you know, the promptings of the Holy Spirit to be able to recognize his voice and tone and, and know that uh, he is speaking to us uh, is a real thing <clears throat> and something I'm very grateful for. I'm also feeling a lot of brokenness and sadness for those who are hurting as well. So, yeah. Yeah, I mean, as you as you were seeing that aerial image and you saw what you saw and you connected the dots to you and your family being right there in that spot, mm-hmm. what went through your heart and your mind as you were realizing that? I mean, gratitude, um, just thankfulness that we left. Because I will tell you, there's an argument in my head that we were going to stay. Like, no, we should stay. It's almost over. Um, let's just let's just stick this out. And, um, I'm so glad that we did, that we left. And, you know, it's crazy because I also just to be honest, um, yes, I'm a pastor and there's this temptation as pastors to want to be the strong one and have the answers and have it all together. But I'm also human. And, um, this temptation to be strong is, is really there. And so, um, when I walked away, I, I, I'm so grateful, but I'm also like, seriously, I'm brokenhearted that we were there for joy and celebration and my city is hurting right now. Like they're scared and angry. And why does this, things like this keep happening? And so feeling a lot at the moment, holding a lot at the moment, and also asking for help at the moment as well as we process some things. And for prayer. I mean, there are people all over the country who are watching this, listening to this, and remembering that it's so easy to get caught in the moment of what is happening that we forget the importance of praying for you, for the community, for those who are, I mean, there are a number of people who are in critical condition still reportedly as a result of this. And you mentioned the, the struggles there in the city, the fear what what are you hearing from people? Take us through just some of the conversations that are happening there. Yeah, uh, I I of course was reaching out to people people from my church that were there, um, friends that were there, and uh, you know people were just in shock. Really, uh, there were people up on the lawn while this was happening that weren't even aware that it was happening. You know, you're hearing fireworks and all sorts of things. Don't realize it's gunfire. Um, my friends show me a picture of them taking a photo and they go back to see it and they look and there's people running in the back of their photo and they didn't even know. And so, um, you know, yeah, I, I think the, the fact that nine children were shot is really heavy. Um, and we did learn that, um, I, I believe that all are supposed to make a full recovery, which is just a feeling of relief. Um, but the uh, trauma the, that's still there, right? The, the trauma yeah. for those kids in the community, you know, whenever children are involved, it's another level. People yeah. feel it at a different level. Absolutely. And there, there's not a lot of answers. Like, I don't really know what's happened or 
who is responsible. I know that they've captured people. And there's, there is some, uh, it, there's some sense of uh, gratitude because I will tell you, everywhere we were, there were police and law enforcement. Like they were there and they were on it, like right away. And so very grateful for that. And then there the were eight hundred officers. I just want there were eight hundred yeah. officers on site before yeah. all of this happened, right? So so they yeah. thankfully that was in place. Yep. And there were fans who, I mean, you can see it, they, they chased and risked their own lives. And so there's a feeling of gratitude for the bravery that, that was there. Um, you know, that people were willing to, you know, just as the scripture says, to put, to put their lives, uh, um, forfeit their lives on, on behalf of others is just, um, that, that kind of stuff I think really has a kingdom impact as well. You know, when we go back to that prompting that you felt, here you are, you got all the way there, you guys wanted to be there for it, you felt this prompting, you listened. What does this tell all of us, but also teach you? Because even as a pastor, you were saying you were having that internal battle of maybe I don't need to listen to this prompting, maybe I want to stay. What does this teach us about the importance of listening to the Holy Spirit when we feel that prompting? Yeah, I mean, here's here's the deal. It's not just Sunday. I mean... It's every moment. And so he is speaking all the time and, and to train ourselves to know the tone of the shepherd's voice, to know that, um, you know, he is speaking, he is, he is guiding. And, um, I, I, I'm really grateful for that, um, and I can look back and just notice it. This really uh, had me go back and just think of all the times that he has been speaking. And I guess I would encourage others um, to practice listening. We do a lot of talking. We do a lot of praying, which is good. But uh, listening is just as important because he has something to say. You know, my, my final question for you is you are in a unique position as a pastor and a leader in the community, but also a member of the community who is hurting, as as you've said, understandably so in the middle of this. How are you ministering to others with that strength? Because I know you are doing that while also at the same time grappling with that pain that you're feeling. Yeah, absolutely. I, I think this is important. I have a friend uh, who is a pastor and um licensed therapist as well. And he started a church well collective and, and, um, uh, something he always asks is, is where are you at? And we can't move forward if we don't know where we're at kind of thing. And so, um, this is where I got to press into the help I need to go to my care group with him. Uh, we have four score disaster relief, um, person in my church who is a huge support that shows up in, in circumstances like this. And, and I also have to be, this is where I have to fight that temptation of, am I okay to actually minister in this moment or do I need to be ministered to so that uh, one, I'm empowering others to do what they are called to do as well, that we're a part of the body. And so letting others uh, do their thing and receiving from them is, it requires humility, it requires vulnerability, it requires bravery. and And so... Um, I'm, I'm seeing my counselor tomorrow at 10 AM. And so that was one of the first things because we got to care for ourselves as well, um, so that we can care for others. That's a, that's a powerful message coming from a pastor because you guys face a tough job on a normal day. When something like this happens, that job becomes 10 times harder, 
more harrowing, more difficult. And I, you know, I want to be careful saying this because, but I do believe that, you know, you experienced a miracle with that prompting that saved you and your family. And I know there are a lot of questions that we can't deal with right now on this broadcast of why, you know, did that not happen for other people, but it happened for your family. You felt that and that gratitude that you expressed, um, really, it's just incredible. And I just appreciate you joining us and sharing your story today. Thank you so much for having me. That's all for today's Newsmakers podcast. Be sure to tune in for the next episode of the show and also head over to the CBN News YouTube channel and the CBN News channel to watch Newsmakers every week. We'll see you soon.